none of this matters. Me and Megan sitting here doesn't giving matter. all advice. It doesn't matter because we're going we're all gonna die anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> but for entertainment's sake, yeah, let's just play for something we're here. to do. <laughs> again oh, michelle God. moore eating on the mic oh you fucking bitch <laughs> say this say the thing i'm cackling like i smoke three packs a day right now <laughs> welcome no lies detected i'm megan tonjas i'm michelle moore this is a podcast where we talk about the truths you need to know and the lies you tell yourself and uh welcome to season two still not gonna warn you when i'm recording <laughs> What a fucking bitch. <laughs> I want to start off today with, uh, we got a thank you letter. A thank you letter? A thank you letter. Oh, shit. Like, Dr. Laura, thank you? Hell yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't read it. I just saw one huge ass thank you letter. And uh, here we go. I just want to take the time to write in and say that the podcast has changed my life. You've dramatically changed my perspective on my environment, my friends, my family, and most importantly, myself. What I have gained from this podcast has been a gigantic boost of self-care, love, trust, and wisdom that I don't think I would have discovered myself for a very long time. You have given me so much confidence to take up space that is rightfully mine and to bitch slap anyone that shows any hints of tearing me down. As a Pisces, who is prone to the martyr complex and overanalyzing everything. Yes, know yourself, know thyself. <laughs> Pisces. I feel trained to assert myself and to only share myself with people who give a shit about me. Growing up, my entire family being air signs, a couple um, who are disabled, I was led to believe that it is always about others and that my feelings will never matter. It has taken a lot of personal work to validate myself, but you guys completely changed the ball game for me. Having a more solidified moral ground really helped me to stand up for myself. You have given me tools to better my life that I will be using to the day I die. I'm not going to lie. When you guys first <laughs> first talked shit about Pisces, I stopped listening to the podcast for a while because it Pisces was shit because it was so confronting and upsetting. But guess what? I came back because the truth is seductive and I care enough. What about did I tell you? <laughs> we talked about this yesterday. We did. Okay, we'll get to it. I'm sorry. And I care enough about myself to be trained. And I would not have done that without both of your insightful, correct as fuck wisdom. I have been craving and seeking this kind of wisdom. And I finally feel like I found the buried treasure. It's also so empowering to have women being the strongest figures in my life who can and will be anybody who crosses their paths. I just feel so much gratitude whenever I learn something from you guys, whenever I put a piece of wisdom into practical use. I'm always writing down quotes that resonate with me. Thank you so much. Please, please, please never stop. Yours Sincerely, Brittany. Australian Pisces 21. Come through, Brittany. Sorry for yelling down the mic, guys. <laughs> I just got really excited, which is a rarity for me. I love it. I'm going to, you know what? I'm creating a, a thank you folder right now so that the rest of you can send in your fucking thank yous <laughs> and worship at the altar of Tanjas and more. I've moved on. It's a new season. I'm not asking you guys for jack shit. Oh, no. No, 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 no. There have been lessons that... If you don't know by now. Yeah. Trust me, I already know. We shouldn't have to say pay us anymore because you all are going to tell other people to pay <laughs> us. And that's how you pay it forward, <laughs> season two. <laughs> um, but such a great um, insight into the fact that sometimes when you listen to the truth, you're not ready for it. 
and you have to go away and come back. And when you come back, you are renewed, you are restored, and you are ready for No Lies Detected. Mm-hmm. We, we, have, about- we have a few success stories. <laughs> we do. Um, we've, we've talked about this person a couple of times. Yeah. Shout out. Mm-hmm. This is the last time we're going to talk about you, though. The first graduate. <laughs> <laughs> no. But um, I was telling Megan that, you know, the beautiful thing about, like, walking in your power and, and not concerning yourself with other people and what they think about you mm-hmm. and how you move in the world is that a lot of times people come at you because they're projecting, everybody's always projecting something Mm. when they're coming at you with such disdain or such aggression because anger is not, um, it's the aftermath of what's actually happening. Do you know what I'm saying? It is the response to what's actually happening. Like deep, deep down, there's more to that. Yes. So what what we're seeing is just the aftermath. So like if you're if you're upset at if you're upset with me mm-hmm. and you're angry at me, I already know that there's something else. There has to be something else yeah. going on with you. Because the reaction doesn't make sense for the actual stimulus. Right. So exactly. there's something else that it tricked it triggered. Right. So so with this person, and I and I told the story before, but the beauty of like understanding who you are and not being moved by that kind of uh, behavior is that when you walk away or you just, you know, it's, it's a non-factor that person has time to go away. People are enticed by the truth. Mm-hmm. They're so enticed. They can't even help themselves. That was such a good way to put it. The way they put that in a letter. Yeah. Seduced by the yeah, truth. Yeah, you are, you really are because and and the reason why is like my train is going to keep moving mm-hmm. regardless of what you think. Mm-hmm. My train is going to keep moving. And when I don't give give you the attention by arguing with you, yeah. It I mean people like that are just like why isn't she arguing with me? It's yeah. it's it's, inf- it's it's almost infuriating. Yeah. Like you, you feel insulted that somebody's not taking the time to care about yeah. what you think is so important. You're angry about it and then you sit there for long enough and you start to be like, "Wait." <laughs> How do I get like that? Right. Right. And also, Michelle doesn't have to fight you because I'll fight you. I'm a fucking water (laughs) sign and I'm the hand of the king. All these lessons that we learn, they're beautiful. They're so beautiful. I love love them. I don't have to abide by them because I'll I'll, I'll hurt everybody. (laughs) I need the rage within me. Well, the other thing, too, is that this person, after a couple of months, came back and, and, and turned out... Um, they were the, one of the first people to buy a yep. a, a NLD graduate 2019 T-shirt, which you guys should be, uh, by the way, going and getting because it's limited in the bio, and the link is in the bio. The shirts are amazing; they're so cute. In the front, it says "No Lies Detected" podcast. In the back, it has class of 2019 and has a list of every single episode. I love it. It's like legit. All legit. Of, like only if you've listened to all of season one. Yeah, that's the only that's the only way we'll allow you to buy <laughs> the t-shirt. <laughs> and uh we also talked about remember I, I said something on the Twitter. I didn't I didn't even 
think about it. <laughs> what did you say on the Twitter? Yeah, on the Twitter, I I said, um, I said, oh, we should anybody who has merch when when we start doing like live shows and stuff, yeah, that th- that they automatically should yeah. be able we'll to meet get, and greet, yeah, backstage. And you said <laughs> your response was, <laughs> I said. <laughs> merch something did i say merch off the rack merch off the rack send them to the back <laughs> it came so so instantly it listen, always does with you listen that's why i come up with these titles okay <laughs> it just hits me and when it hits me i say it merch off the rack send, send them to, to the, the back. back yeah and i want everyone to know that so that when they come in like the person checking them in is like merch off the rack send them to the back like saying in their mind like you can go right to the back now, the meet and greet might be Michelle and I just walking down the line saying hi and then going back to our green room. <laughs> but still, you met us and, and you listen, regret. And if you have a guest, they have to have a shirt, too. Otherwise, they got to wait in the front. If you bring friends without merch, I guess you guys aren't sitting together. <laughs> <laughs> season two is just going to be us laughing at you. <laughs> we said everything we have to say in season one. Season two is us sitting back and relaxing. Just cackling. <laughs> Well, I got a long email to read. Oh, that I, dear. Well, uh, there's well, parts that are capitalized. So I'm oh, sure it's really going to set this whole mood off. Oh, geez. Okay. Well, listen, thank you for the thank you letter, Brittany. Yes. And we we happily would love some thank you letters because this is a change up a little bit. I love I love hearing how much they love us. And then, you know, also yeah. once you send it to us, you know what else you can do? Leave a review on our goddamn iTunes. Yes. <laughs> I want to flood out all the people. And by all Rate. people, I mean the one person that left us a shitty review. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, when you guys rate us and leave um, reviews and stuff, it really does help mm. um, us in terms of being, um, getting our podcast kind of yeah. in a, in a more public eye because ratings help, you know, they people do take note to ratings and stuff like that. I don't know who these people are. Most of them. Supposedly. Times, most of the times they're all jackasses anyway. Well, you know, listen, we, we're here to, to seduce everyone to the truth, but we need the numbers to seduce money to our pockets. This so is, yeah, that's pretty, you much. know, okay. So let's get into this email. Uh, <laughs> if you want to get advice and get your entire ass dragged across the internet planes, you can email us at no lies detected at gmail.com. We double dog dare. Yeah. We fucking dare you. <laughs> I dare <laughs> such an aggressive podcast. <laughs> I dare you to fucking write in. <laughs> I love and it. And then I dare you to leave a review and buy a goddamn t-shirt <laughs> or else you're not getting in the venue. If you show up to a show and you're not wearing a fucking t-shirt, I guess you got to find something else to watch. <laughs> You better listen to the podcast out in your car alone because you're not getting the fuck in. We want everybody looking the same. Yeah. <laughs> and I swear, and it better not be like some, some merch you made yourself before. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Although that's cute too. Okay. So the email title is I'm the shit bag, but I want to not be. <laughs> okay. Dear Miss Moore and Miss Tonjes. Mm-hmm. That's the right way. Hi. I hope this email finds you well. Just wanted to start with a thank you. Well, you listen, listen. You should have ended with a thank you. <laughs> All these disclaimers. I'm you scared. Me, you've taught me a lot about internet, internet boundaries, and I really appreciate that. Social skills are a skill through sus- those. Sus- okay, why? Is, hold on. I got. <laughs> I are got you high? Just Dick started texting me. I'm so confused. What? Social skills are a skill, though society doesn't re- really see them as monetizable. And you're doing the Lord's work out here, teaching all of us for free. When I get a permanent job, I will be joining your Patreon for sure. We don't have a Patreon, baby, but 
you know, the thought it counts. Your podcast is more important than Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime. Wow. The issue. I need to cut some people out of my life because I know it would be healthier for all of us. However, I have autism and tend to hyperfixate on certain objects and people. So this is proving difficult. Mm-hmm. I've also never cut anyone out of my life before. Mm-hmm. The background. I love that. First of all, I will say I love this is broken up into like, here is the, the main title. Here is the general idea. And, and there's the here body is the information. <laughs> okay. So we got a 22 year old female sun in Aries water and scorp. Wait, wa- sun- wait, water. And so you mean moon. So sun in Aries. Moon in Scorpio. Ooh, I talk a lot of shit about Scorpio moons. And rising in Capricorn. What's their sun again? So Aries with a Scorpio moon and a Capricorn rising. Okay. I used to have two friends for... Okay, I used to have two friends by convenience in middle school. They were definitely just people we have to hang out with because this is what we've got, friends. Mm -hmm. Since my school averaged 15 kids a grade and we have zero common interests... They also probably haven't liked me since the 10th grade, but they 15 kids per grade. What school is this? Lord, in my graduating high school class, there was 1500 people. I think my graduating class was like 400. Well, I just had a really big, obnoxious school. A lot of fucking kids. A lot of, (laughs) a lot of kids to throw bricks at. (laughs) Wait, correction. There were 1500 kids. Only 12 of a hundred of us graduated. Okay. <laughs> Losers. I love kidding. The, kidding. I love the math. We're kidding. Use discernment. Goddamn. Season two. <laughs> if we can't laugh about fucked up things, then who could? <laughs> you gotta laugh where you can, you know? Oh, God. Okay. Um, they cared. Okay. So they probably haven't liked me since the 10th grade. They cared about me for a significant portion of my life. From fifth to 10th grade, they were both genuinely kind people who would reach out and make sure I was doing okay, mm. who included me in events and who tried to make me feel welcome. As an autistic person, it's very difficult to make friends and being treated well is hard to forget. At this point, the two women are still friends and I'm not friends with either of them. They ghosted me pretty badly in 10th grade. I was at boarding school, so we mostly communicated over text and through blogs and I took the hint. I haven't texted or called them in years, but I could tell the last time we had some function to go to in person that they were weirded out by me speaking so familiar, familiarly to them. Oh, I can't with my lisp as if we were friends and we're not. Also, I started reading their blogs pretty often when I was at boarding school to keep in touch and make sure they were doing okay. And it's unfortunately still a habit I can't shake. I'm sure they'd be disturbed if they knew I read their blogs. And to be honest, me reading their blogs is reminding me that I have two people in my life who don't like me. So it's not even serving me. And frankly, I'm disturbed that I cannot manage to move the fuck on from people who do not like me and do not have to like me. So why don't I just stop doing the damn thing? I don't know. I know I have compulsive behaviors, and I think that reading these blogs out of habit when I was younger has become compulsive today. It feels like I need to scratch an itch when I don't check them. Sometimes I think all I would need to stop is some closure on this, but seeing as that they're still ghosting me, I'm pretty sure I won't get it. And I don't want to be that autistic freak girl who just sends text upon text asking for closure until there's just a massive wall of text for me and nothing in return. That's literally my worst nightmare. I know I'm a lot to deal with and they've chosen not to deal with it and that's fine. I have other people in my life who don't mind that. I'm a bit much and I'm good at respecting boundaries when people tell them to me outright. So what do I do? Do you have any experience cutting out your own toxic behaviors? Also, if the advice is to go to therapy, I really want to. And I've been in therapy on and off since I was 14 because of autism stuff. But that's not really possible due to finances. Thanks, Ellie. <sighs> Ellie. Um, that Scorpio moon is coming in hard. <laughs> well, the one thing that came to mind. Yeah. 
was audio recording of <clears throat> yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tell you to not read the blogs because that's that that I also think your 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 mind is creating this whole scenario where like they don't want you to be reading their public form on the internet that they're yeah. uploading for everyone. You're allowed to read whatever you want to Yeah, read. that they don't they think of you a certain way. I think you are picking up on things that may or may not be true. Well, I, I also think that sometimes hearing yourself respond to, to something that you have discovered, what, whether it be through text or whatever, sometimes what I do is I record myself after I've done whatever it is that I've, I've done that I'm trying to back away from doing, whether it be mm. behaviors or whatever. And I record myself talking about my feelings, talking about... Um, um how how i related to the issue or to the behavior or in your your case to the blog Mm -hmm. um because if you're going to read the blog read the blogs for reading the blogs not because of who's writing it not because of because they could be very good blogs who knows but you're just interested in their lives yeah you're interested and that's totally fine because we're in 2019 people are reading everybody's stuff watching everybody's stuff there's people that i don't talk to anymore where on occasion i'll go through their page and see see how they're doing do you You know know there are people that i can't stand that i've created fake accounts just to go look at their story so they don't know that i'm looking but that's like a normal day that's (laughs) megan i don't do that but (laughs) megan does that that's my entertainment and that's what she does (laughs) um I wouldn't suggest that you do that. No, don't but, do that. Don't do that. But Megan's the type of she's a whole nother type of being. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but I think that if you if you if you hear yourself, because and then sometimes I, and then I'll go back and I'll listen to myself speaking mm. about my feelings and and throughout and I've been doing this for God almost two years and every time I go back I'm like oh my God God like that was me. Like, yeah, I thought this way. I felt this way. It was such a, such a strong feeling, you know, in the moment, such yeah. a strong feeling. And then as you get older, you, you, you go back and you're like, oh my God, it wasn't even that big of a deal. <laughs> it's like when I watch old YouTube videos of mine yeah. and I'm like, I was really in this and I can't even remember what the fuck this was about. Right. Right. Exactly. And I think that there's a difference between hearing your voice mm. instead of just writing it down. Yeah. You know, writing it down is like most of the times you won't go back and re- reread what you, Agreed. you know, but if you can hear your emotional tone and, and, and just the frequency of your voice, it, it kind of sets off this um, desire to do better Mm. to be better than the person that you're listening to make little vlogs for yourself yeah i think that would be really really helpful especially with um with your um with you having being autistic Mm -hmm. i think that you know um and i don't know what type of autism you have or you know but i think that that shouldn't hinder you Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to hinder you from reaching your highest self yeah. Um, you can still in your own way do the things that help work for you and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about it or how they see it or like oh you should just let that go or you should it's different for you yeah it's compulsive yeah it's so different it's for you level. so i when people have those kinds of what you're doing isn't causing you physical harm in a sense of somebody who's addicted to like drugs or something like that 
that's something different. So everybody has a different phase mm-hmm. of, of, you know, being compulsive or, you know, so and we all have our, our things. Um, and I don't think that, I don't, I think that who you are is enough. Mm-hmm. So, um, but thank you for sharing with us. Um, but I, I, I think that you, you need to understand that who you are is enough and you still deserve the space to reach your highest self, no matter, no matter the mood, no matter the behavior, no matter your condition, no matter your surroundings, mm-hmm. just got to figure out. And that's one of the reasons why anytime I have a light coaching client or mainly a life coaching client or even a vocal or vocal coaching, I try to, I do things that are tailor made to the person because everybody's different. Yeah. There's not, no one. Yeah. And not, and not everybody learns the same. No. And as teachers, as a teacher, you're supposed to get to know your students and, and understand what works for them and what is going to help them l- learn at a rate and an understanding that is suitable for their life. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. otherwise, I, I, you're telling everybody they should be thinking the same and doing the same. Yeah, that's not how it works. Yeah, so I would I would suggest something like that. I would say that it seems like you're very focused on the details, right? Of like we were friends from fifth to tenth grade, mm-hmm. and then they ghosted me, and now they're out living their lives, and we ran into each other. And I I found that with some of my compulsive behaviors, aside from the fact of like making it harder for me to like log in and see certain things, or like um, even trying to like retrain myself of like gamifying it a bit. Like if I don't check this for three days, I'm going to go get a manicure. Like, you know, like give myself a little gift so that it like gets me over it. You get it out of your system. But I also think you just need to re you need to rewrite the story that you're telling yourself Mm -hmm. because you have in your head that these people can't stand you. They hate you. They don't like you. The reality is they probably don't think about you. They're probably just doing their own thing. They're uploading their blogs. They're what, we're in our twenties now. They're at college. They're doing. They're not thinking about this. They're, mm-hmm. It's not living in their mind the same way that it is yours. And so I think this idea of like you're afraid of I'm going to send them a bunch of texts and I'm going to overwhelm them and I'm going to be looking for closure. You just need to give yourself closure and you just need to look at the story and realize we were young. We were teenagers. We were friends. This is what happens. People go to high school together. They like each other. They outgrow each other. Mm -hmm. Some of them stay friends. Some of them don't. And these two girls probably won't be friends in five years anyway. So and and, right. We don't know their story. You don't know how. I think also too, we, we just get so... We've, I think we've touched on this briefly yeah. before. Just because we know people, just because you meet me and we have great conversation, doesn't mean that we need to exchange numbers now and become friends. It's just a moment. And just because you have friends in school and you've been friends, and I, I've had friends that is just like, man, we don't talk anymore. We used to talk all the time. And I'm like, that was 10 years ago. Like, Yeah, but they're carrying it around as yeah. if like it's a, a personal like, affront right yeah, now. Like, it's an know, active decision you're making every day. Right. And it's like I nobody's thinking about you in that way every day. Flopped over. Margo is here. Um, nobody's thinking about you every day in that way. No, you, like you should be thinking of yourself every day, mm-hmm. every single day. Everything that you do should be for the greater good of your highest self. And you don't need anybody else to think about you because you're mm-hmm. thinking about yourself all the time, as you should be. And that translates. And when you're thinking about yourself and you're caring about yourself, um, and you're taking care. 
it 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 shines outwardly and then in turn you're helping and caring for other people so that's why i say like if you want to read this blog read the blog read the blog regardless of why you're reading it or whatever just read the blog yeah but to do the work your responsibility is because this is this is the big kicker if you say to yourself every time i read the blog i have to do an audio recording eventually you're not going to want to do an audio (laughs) recording. i don't want to do all this homework yeah (laughs) and you'll just stop that's that's a way to you have to trick your mind like you have to really speak to your mind and say okay for every single time that i do this i have to do this you gotta parent yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. give yourself homework Mm -hmm. teach yourself yeah, no, I agree with that. I think that it'll become easier. And I think that, like Michelle said, if you're focusing on you and you're you're less involved in like what you imagine everyone else is thinking and doing and feeling, right? it's going to be easier for you to let people in and out and come and go without it being such a traumatic right. experience. Right, Because yeah. you have to embrace the fact that that's part of life. There are going to be people that you have an inc- incredible connection with and it might be for a few months, might be for a few years. And then it changes and it doesn't make it bad it doesn't mean that it didn't mean anything it just means that people shift and they move around each other and that's how it is yeah other friends are coming yeah yeah i and i feel i feel i can feel this person's energy it's good they're good yeah like you're good like everything in in the next few years is going to unfold and it it will make sense to you why eventually this 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 is not going to matter it's just not going to matter all right next email Am I forgiving? Am I a forgiving person or just plain stupid? Hello, ladies. Your words of wisdom are much appreciated. My name is Graciela. I'm 23 years old. Gemini, Taurus moon, Aquarius rising. I love that they give this whole breakdown to us. All the time, guys. (laughs) What's what's their sun? Gemini. Okay. The Taurus moon and Aquarius rising. Wow. That's a hard headed person. That's a lot. That's a hard. That person's hard of hearing. I hear the I don't constant. Know. I don't know. I hear the constant roasting of all my placements regularly on your podcast, which I expect, but I love listening nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Everything started off with a night of dancing with my cousin for her birthday, which ended with me becoming too drunk to care for myself. I hadn't planned for that to happen and felt guilty, so I had my cousin's boyfriend, who picked us up, drive me to um, the male Sagittarius friend's house. Oh, I don't. You know how I feel about the Sagittarius man. I have known him to care of many people, drunk, male or female, and I went to him because my boyfriend, a Gemini, was working a night shift at the ED. Hmm. I couldn't walk to the door, so he carried me inside the house where he proceeded to take my clothes off. Parts of the night were hazy for a while, but the faintest voice in my subconscious found it odd that he was undressing me. He gave me clothes of his to sleep in, and I passed out in his bed next to him. The couches were gone because he was moving. The next morning I had a hangover, but he discussed, but we discussed the night prior. He told me I shouldn't tell my boyfriend I was there because he would be uncomfortable with the idea of him undressing me. He said I should bear the weight of guilt and lie to spare my boyfriend, our mutual friend, the hurt. (laughs) 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 Do men speak? Why do men speak? I don't understand. Margo, what's going on? You want to come up? You're concerned? Are you concerned about this email? Come on. Come on. Come on. I got too many things to balance. Oh, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Look, and she can't. My couch is like a foot off the floor and she struggles. She mm-hmm. sits there and tries to. But here we are. Okay. Margo came to, to deal with the email too. Um, weeks later. Okay. So he, 
in my vulnerability and guilt, he persuaded me to not mention anything to him. Weeks later, I found out this same friend was placing bets with other mutual friends on when Gemini boyfriend and I would break up, as well as continually sowing seeds of discord to make us fight. Sagittarius friend is known to be manipulative, but I didn't want to accept that he would betray my trust in this way. Okay, what would... Okay, wait. Yeah. He's known to be manipulative, yeah. but you didn't want to think that he was going to betray... Be manipulative. What makes you different? Mm. That is that is the silliest thing. That's the silliest sentence you could ever mm-hmm. write. Anyone who does something and then after the fact says, you probably shouldn't tell anyone that I did this, is fucking trash. <laughs> Don't do things that, you sh- that I shouldn't tell other people about, especially my boyfriend. Well, this person knows. Yeah. If you know that the person is manipulative, if you know that the person has been, you know what? Let's just soothe everybody else who's listening. Go ahead and finish reading the email. Because <laughs> y'all annoying with that. I came clean to Gemini boyfriend who was hurt and told me some hard truths that I needed to address. We came to a mutual understanding to distance ourselves temporarily from Sagittarius friend until we both spoke to him. Weeks later, we discussed how our friendship would be during which he tried to manipulate me, crying that he missed our friendship and his friendship with my boyfriend. We got to stop talking to fucking Sagittarius. His vulnerability made me feel guilty, but I eventually told him I didn't know and that it would take time. I've been stewing in this for about a month, and I want to know if I should forgive him and distance myself completely or forgive him and give him another chance. I'm reluctant to cut him off because we've been friends for 10 years, but I can't unsee the toxicity. Lovingly signed an emotional Gemini with some trust issues and a history of mental and emotional abuse. Uh... Well, uh, there you, it is okay well listen <laughs> all i heard was your taurus moon just peeking out <laughs> that's all i, I heard i don't want to leave i don't want to leave this <laughs> it's bad for me and it hurts and it's awful and this person's awful right. but i can make it work i, I can, can make it better i can make it better i can and, be the one and in the meantime i'm just going to complain about it and should i forgive him in right. this or should i forgive him in this no <laughs> right <laughs> those are not the two options okay. forgive or so forgive the first thing is you're not a victim so get over that <laughs> get over yourself Okay, you know this person is manipulative. This is not a good person. That's that's the one thing that you said. Yeah. I know that this person is manipulative. Yes. You spoke to your boyfriend and you both decided, or your partner, you spoke to your partner and you both decided, uh, we're going to stay away from Sagittarius person because yes. X, Y, Z or whatever. Yeah, you feel and, violated by this person. Right, now so you're writing and in and asking us if you should give him a second chance because he came to you because he was crying. No. So who are you with? Are you with your Gemini boyfriend or are you with Sagittarius? Because it sounds like you with Sagittarius. Yeah. Why are we giving so much leeway to this person that we know is not even a good person? Do you person? like Sagittarius person? Yeah. Who is this? Are you, do, do you want a romantic relationship with this person? Because I am not understanding why if you're, if you, if you like the relationship that you're in mm-hmm. and your boyfriend and you have had a conversation about this person. Mm-hmm. What is it what is it that you're holding on to? I don't even understand honestly the I'm out with my cousin, I drank too much. Her boyfriend drove me and dropped me off at this person's house. This listen, oh, the story sounded sketchy from the beginning, but I I don't like to go into detail because yeah. there's a lot of things that happen. This is this is the thing. When I hear stories like that, I'm like there's there are holes. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of fucking holes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know what your I don't know relationship why, or situation is. With I the don't know why you or anybody that you're hanging out with would drop you off 
other some random dude's at house some random guy's while house you're wasted to the point you can't walk exactly why not take you home or why not drop you off at your boyfriend's house yeah or your parents whether house he's or working late or not i'm not dropping my cousin off at some random dude's house mm. when they can't walk right so right there that's an issue yeah okay you're allowed to drink you're allowed to be not okay not okay that's allowed but if why aren't doing, the people around if you're you doing it around people that is not it's not a safe space you shouldn't be doing it around those people which also means you probably shouldn't have those people around you you shouldn't be friends with you shouldn't you shouldn't people. be hanging around people like that Mm-mm. because we're all allowed to take up space and have our moments and do what we do mm-hmm. and that wasn't a safe space for you in the knowing that everybody knows that this person is manipulative, why would they drop you off there? Yeah, this isn't the Thankful- only time. Right. That Thankfully, he was respectful and, you know, he wasn't all the way trash. Yeah. Because it could have been, a, it could have turned out so differently, you it know? It could have, yeah. And the fact, and that's, and that's, and that, I don't even want to say that's good because that it's should not. just how, it should just be that way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, And now, the story that you're telling, it just it just sounds like there's more involvement and it's not just Sagittarius person. You feeling uncomfortable about this person undressing you and, and then telling you what to say, any of that stuff, that is a huge signal to you to stop interacting with this person. So I don't know. I mean, you mentioned that you've dealt with physical and emotional abuse, but those patterns that you haven't unlearned are popping up again because you are circling someone who's shown you in every way that not only are they going to do things that you're not comfortable with and they're manipulative because they've had to have do, they've had to have done more than one thing and just to you for everyone to know that they are that way. Right. Um, and then on top of that is going around knowing that the information that could get out could ruin his friendship with his friend mm-hmm. is going and like placing bets and shit talking you to see when you're going to break up. So the dynamic here is fucking off. And if your boyfriend is sitting here being like, we shouldn't be friends with him. Why are you holding on to being friends with him? I, I'm just confused about anybody placing bets for anything that has nothing to do with, with horses, car racing or sports. I just don't if I'm understand. not making money. I'm not betting on it. I, 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 I don't, I don't understand. Uh, this is not making sense to me. Yeah. I feel that you are in a toxic position based on what you've said at the end. Mm-hmm. You're keeping yourself in abusive situations because that's what you're used to. I, my, my, my guess is your choosings, mm. your pickings are that of your history. Yeah. So you might want to just start all over. Yeah. <laughs> we, might, we might need to end everything yes no relationship and just nothing focus on yourself yes so that you can get to a higher ground with yourself in recognizing when something is abusive when someone is abusive because you're you're not too sure you're like you're you're the way they're describing it his vulnerability made me feel this way right and just because someone's crying and they're vulnerable does not mean they're they're not abusive exactly and if you don't know the difference you shouldn't be associating with that person Trust your gut. Your gut told you this Nobody's is not a missing out on anybody because right now it's too much. You should only be feeling happy in your life. Every person that's in my life, I feel happy with. Regardless of what my life, how my life is, 
you know, my life right now, I don't have the peace that I want, but I'm surrounded by good people, happy people, people that make me feel good, no matter what mood they're in, no matter what mood I'm in. I'm, nobody's placing no bets on me. Nobody's doing anything like that. So grow up, get up, do the work. Love it. Okay, one more email. The title of this is My Mother Can't Apologize Properly. Is she a Pisces? Because then that would make sense. No. Oh, plot twist. Okay. I just want to start with how much I love the podcast. I can't wait for every new episode. So for background, I'm a Capricorn with a Taurus moon and a Scorpio rising. Mm -hmm. And my mom is an Aquarius sun and moon. I feel like my mom doesn't know how to apologize after we argue. Uh, as after we argue, she'll want to quickly hug and say sorry. It seems very surface level and disingenuous, and she sometimes says things that are really cutting and stick with me. I feel like I can't move past them because I don't know what she is actually sorry about, and after the argument and fake apology, she seems to move on from it. I'm coming back home for the summer after my first year at university, and I would appreciate any tips you have to deal with her. I'm planning on spending next summer in the city my university is in, but I haven't told her this yet as I know she'll take it as a personal attack and we will have an argument about it. I don't want to damage our relationship too much, however, as I'm getting financial help from them with university, and I don't want to risk losing this. Therapy is not an option for me at the moment, but I do want it in the future because I know her anxiety is partly responsible for my anxiety. Thank you for any advice you can give, and sorry for the length of this. I tried to cut it down. No, that was perfect. That's a perfect fucking length. So that that's, was, that's something you did right today. Yes. Good that job. Was, yes. We love snap, it. Snap, 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 honey. That was good. <laughs> she got right to the point. Love it. Okay. Um, I feel like my mom doesn't know how to apo apologize properly. After can we? we let, 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 this, this let's is, do it. This let's is, break it down. Let's. Okay. Because we've had this. We've had this conversation. Everything is coming up. <laughs> Young people. Here we go. Okay. Teenagers you're in your twenties. Hell, in your thirties and forties. Some of in you in your thirties and forties. <laughs> Everybody. Okay. Till death. Anybody who has the mentality of an adolescent. Okay. Yes. This this is y'all are y'all are fighting incorrectly. Mm, okay. Teach them, Sagittarius. <laughs> teach them. <laughs> we teach you the, the 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 good way. I said something yesterday to Michelle on the phone, and Michelle screamed out, "Yeah!" <laughs> and I felt like I had graduated to the next <laughs> level of I'm in a different. I'm not at the No Lies Detective University. I'm at like the Sagittarius, like fire sign teaching a water sign. You okay. Know? So let's let's <laughs> let's start with this. Okay. My Twitter title is nothing is real. None of this matters. Okay. No. Y'all are stressed about shit that does not matter. Yeah. None of this matters. Me and Megan sitting here doesn't giving y'all advice. It doesn't matter because we're, we're all going to die anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but for entertainment's sake. Yeah. Let's just play for something we're here. to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is what I want to explain to you guys. Anytime somebody comes to me about needing or wanting or expecting an apology from someone, my question to you is, what does that mean? What does an apology do for you? Mm. How does that change how you feel? How does that move you through the world? Mm -hmm. What are you expecting the apology to be followed up with the apology? Because that is really what you're wanting. Yeah. You're wanting people to change. You're wanting people to see the errors of their ways. 
but that's not apology. An apology is just, I'm sorry. Yeah. Your mom's saying apology, saying I'm sorry right after she does something and then trying to hug you. She's giving you what you want. Right. That's exactly what you want. But you're feeling empty about it. You're not, you want change. You're just as bad as as she is because Mm -hmm. you want change in that instant second so that you feel like validated with how you feel in your feelings because you're looking for validation from her but all a person can do is say sorry and then hopefully you hold them accountable for the changed behavior right so the thing is what i'm noticing especially with the younger generation is and when i say this i i'm talking to somebody who is going to be 38 soon i'm looking at people who are like 10 years younger than me or even even 12 years younger than me or eight years younger than me whatever this expectation that when people do something wrong and it has caused you harm, that an apology means progression and evolution in that person's life. That's not what that means. Mm. They're just following protocol. When you're in school, something happens, say sorry. Okay. Yeah. He says, sorry. Your Everything's are hurt. A, I'm sorry. We're friends again. As you get older, that shit don't really, that's not what that means. Mm -hmm. So I don't want an apology from anyone. I don't need an apology from anyone. Mm -hmm. What y'all need to understand is if you're expecting changed behavior from someone who apologizes because you've brought it to the table that I feel badly. They didn't feel badly on their own. They oh, had to hear. That's a difference too. Yeah. If someone realizes that they fucked up and mm-hmm. they come to you to be like, I fucked up. That's it's a, changed. It's a much different feeling than you fucked up. Now say you're sorry. Right. When somebody comes to you on their own accord, when they realize, damn, that's, that's the only kind of apology I want. Mm-hmm. And that I welcome. I don't want to have to have to tell you why I'm upset, why this is not okay. If I got to do all that work, we're not we're not meant to be um, having conversations like this. And so you're an acquaintance now. (laughs) Right. This is your mother now. Right. So but it's your mom and she's helping you. Mm -hmm. So. What you need to do is to avoid having certain conversations with her where you're expecting her to apologize after the after the fact. You're waiting for apologies and conversations that are years later. Yes. And you may never get them. You may never get that change from your mother. But that that's that's not for you. Mm -hmm. That's not for you. Create your own. Mm -hmm. Black people create their own. Because so many people tell us, no, nobody wants to apologize for the way that we're treated. Nobody wants this, this, and this. And people are like, I can't believe that that these this person did this or that this company did this or that this is. A, and it's like, create your own. Yeah. Stop wasting your energy trying to, for me... I, I don't want to call nobody out. I don't want to tell anybody about anybody and say, you shouldn't be their friend or you shouldn't talk to them or you shouldn't do this. Or that's not my, that's not for me. That is not for me. What I realize in my that's life. That's for me. <laughs> what I realize in my life for myself to keep, to keep my own self peace mm-hmm. is I notice the behavior. I see what's going on. I, I give it all that I have. If I, if I care enough, I mm-hmm. give it what I have. 
to try and rectify for both of us. So I ask questions. Mm -hmm. I remove myself and I help facilitate them by asking questions that that they have to answer, that they have to take accountability accountability for. Yeah. That will make them think about what they've just done in this moment. I will give you an example. I was going to say, the most you can do as a friend is really help lead them to where they might figure it out. I had this conversation. I had a conversation with my mother Mm -hmm. yesterday. And my mother's a Pisces, so she's, you know, she's passive aggressive (laughs) and she's, she's all amazing things. But some of the things that she is, is she's not sensitive with her words. My Pisces moon feels this. (laughs) She's not, she's not, she just kind of just lays it out there. And and she's saying it. And, and I do that too, but the way that my mother does it is it's, it's to move us along. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. she doesn't know what else to say to me. So she's like, you just got to think positive. Okay. Yeah. And you're like, I'd rather just say not say anything at all. Right. <laughs> because if you don't want to be involved in the conversation, that's fine. So I was telling her, I was just, I was just telling her, you know, I, I feel, I feel like, I'm, I'm losing grip of the things that I really, really want in my life. And, and I'm happy, but I just, I'm so tired. And, and I'm like, you know, I just said, I said something like, um, I have to, I've taken all these leaps in my life, all these leaps and, 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 and no return on investment. And I can't just keep leaping. I'm so gassed. I don't know. I, I don't know where I'm getting the fuel from. And her mm-hmm. response to me was, well, you're just not thinking positive. You, you have to believe in yourself. <laughs> And I said, I'm not accepting that answer. Yeah, no. You believe in yourself, I said, I said, I said, I'm not accepting that answer. And I said, so if you don't want to speak to me about, about what I'm saying, and I said, because I'm not also looking for an answer either. Mm-hmm. I just need, I just wanted a listening ear. Well, in that moment, I said to her, you're not helping me. It d- doesn't feel good what you're saying to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, I'm going to, end this conversation because I understand that this this is probably where you are and this is where I am right now, but this isn't working for me. This is not making me feel good. And that's out of respect for my mother. Now she cares. So she wants to know, well, how can I assist you? How can I help you? Because if you, 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 it's like you're shutting down the conversation. You're not shutting down your emotion. Mm-hmm. you're just shutting down the conversation and saying, this is not the way I want this conversation to go because this is my thing. I brought this to you. I'm not going to let you take over and make me feel guilty or badly. Yeah. Now I'm just not thinking positive. Right, enough, right, yeah. right. Cause th- now you're aiding in what you're telling me that I'm doing, mm-hmm. which I'm trying to tell you I'm not, I've only ever believed in myself. That's mm-hmm. what I said to her. I've only ever believed in myself. That's Imagine why where I'm you here. Mean if you didn't believe right. in yourself. I said, I've only ever believed in myself. And to say that the reason why I'm not getting the things that I should be getting is because I'm not thinking positive. That's, that's, who is that helping? Yeah. I don't know what to do with that. You're, first of all, that's not fair to me. I'm a human being and I'm allowed to have my feelings and feel my things. It's very kind of like a cookie cutter answer. It, basically, when someone says you're just not thinking positively, the translation of that is I don't know how to deal with this. Right. Um, and I don't I can't get to the depth right now that I would need to to comfort you. Right. So. And so, you know what you do with your, in, with your mother because you love her. Yeah. Because you're not trying to change her. OK. 
You can't change people. Please, guys. Uh, my mom doesn't know how to apologize. She apologized. That's how she apologized. She just didn't apologize in the, the way, way that you, you wanted. Want. She doesn't apologize how you think. You said but it seems very surface level and disingenuous. To you. To you. To you. And somebody else could say that about you. Mm -hmm. And then what would you say? Yeah. You'd have the same fight that your mother has. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm saying. It's never ending. Accept what is or move on. Mm -hmm. And with family that you don't want to just... I'm not telling anybody to just call things off and end things because I used to be that person. And, and sometimes that, that's not the way. Yeah. It's not the way. To just, well, I don't like what you're doing, so I'm done with you. It's an efficient way. <laughs> that's not, that's affecting you more than it's affecting the other person. Yeah. It really is. Because if you don't know how to coexist with people, it's not about staying with people in, in toxic and abusive. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we all have so many sides to us that that's just the way that your mom apologizes. Mm -hmm. That does Your not... mom's always apologized that way. Mm -hmm. That's not new and different at 20. Mm -hmm. So what you're really asking for is to be soothed. Mm -hmm. You're not asking for an apology. You're asking her to make you feel better. Yeah. That's not fair. Yeah. That's not fair. Make me feel better about this because I don't like the way this is feeling. Convince me. Yeah. Convince me that you're you're sorry. Yeah, me, I want to feel it. Yeah, how dare you? That's fucked up. That's messed up. You wouldn't want anybody treating your mother like that. Yeah. You say you love me, but I don't feel it. Right. And if your mom is not being abusive to you, she just has her quirks and her kinks and her and her. You know, if it's not an abusive situation, then just accept. You know what? This is my mother. And yeah. when you don't like what she's saying, just tell her. Listen. I have to, I really love you, but this is not helping me. Yeah. And I don't want to be stressed out about it. Yeah. And I hope you can, you can understand that I just need to remove myself from, from this conversation right now. Yeah. Your and, mom's saying things And don't are, be passive aggressive no, after no, no. you say it. Just no. move on to something else. Yeah. Or walk out the room, but don't make her feel like you're, you, you've given up on her. Mm -hmm. I mean, this whole section that says... She says things that are really cutting and stick with me. I feel like I can't move past them because I don't know what she is actually sorry for. It's like, first of all, welcome to your welcome to being a child of anyone. They're right. always everyone is going to say things that you're just like, God, where the fuck did that come from? Or I don't like how that feels. And part of growing up is getting to a place where you can communicate them effect communicate with them effectively to say. I get what you're saying, but that's not about me. That's right. not for me. Right. And it doesn't have to be a huge fight and, of and like, you're, you're a fucked up person because you said something that was passed down to you and you passed right. it to me. Right. And I, you're allowed to say that. You're, you're allowed, allowed to. to say things like, that's not helping me. Mm -hmm. You're not helping me. And I don't want you to feel like you have to help me. Mm -hmm. But this is this conversation is not doing yeah this not conversation is not working for me i don't believe this i don't want it right so and that's what i told my mom i said i just said to or one time she said something i was scared about something and and her response was very odd and i said that's a really odd way to respond to my actual pain and then i didn't say anything else and then 20 minutes later she was like i'm so sorry your mom was panicking like <laughs> oh i think i fucked it up I think I fucked it up. <laughs> there is a way to get what you want. 
And how to get what you want is to let go of the expectation that people are going to tar- turn up and show up for you just because you told them you got some hurt feelings. Mm. Give it up. <laughs> let it go now. The world don't give a fuck. Not even your parents. Oh, and it's not true. because they don't. It's not always because they're abusive and horrible people. It's just because people are people and, and that's how they function. I have so many people in my family that I'm just like, you know, I can't talk about, I can't, I can't talk to this person about this or this or this, but you know what? When we do this and this together, we have a really good time. Mm-hmm. You it's, start to understand how compartmentalize what you do and how you do it with certain people. It's either or for this, for the younger generation. Mm. They're just like, if you're not everything I need all of the time that I can't know you. Right. Then that's it. You're out of my life. But what you don't realize is that you're the one expelling all the energy Mm -hmm. on, on not associating with someone. You're not learning the lesson. There's so much to learn there about boundaries and how you hold yourself accountable and how you're with yourself. That's a learning opportunity. I don't like it. I'm cutting you off. That's the same thing with people when they block people. I'm like, don't just be blocking people just because they're sharing their opinions with you. You don't have to block people. You don't have to. You can mute the thread. Oh, I, I, don't, I so block good. very few people. I just don't respond to them when they're, when they're, when they're carrying on. Now, if for your mental health, if that's, that's what you have to do. That's what you have to do. But I hope that all of you can eventually get to a place where you can at least allow, allow people just to, to, to say do. what they say. Yeah. I Listen, like I told you, I respect an out loud, blunt, belligerent racist more than <laughs> I do told me this. more than I do someone who is a closeted racist. Mm. Be loud you don't with like it. me. Tell me you don't like me. I want to hear it. <laughs> Tell me you what you have a better chance yeah. of that person stopping and be like, damn, this person is actually listening to me. I can't tell you how many people... Fuck, I'm hearing myself out loud and I feel really fucking <laughs> weird about this. Huh, right. this is shitty. I don't argue with people about how they feel about me or what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm here for it. Defend your honor. Defend your right. Maybe maybe you're jealous. Go ahead. I don't feel like a punching bag because I love myself. So I don't feel like this isn't fair and why is this happening to me? And yeah. I cannot believe that you did this to me and all these people and all the... Like, y'all... Create your own people. Move, people move walk on. in. People walk in barely knowing you and want to do the the most fucking theatrical, dramatic reaction to what you did or said. Or it, and when you have the perception of when someone walks to you, not automatically assuming this is a friend, this is someone to be trusted, this is someone at the same level of me. You look at those conversations very differently. Well, well, it is. It's 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 like um, I, I told you that scenario with that young woman that I had that was a friend. I mean, I still consider her a friend. I don't know what she considers me, but when she said, I trusted you (laughs) because her car got towed, I was like, that is really extreme. That's a lot. Like you're putting a lot of weight on who, who you think I should be right now. Fucking you were related to you. (laughs) I'm tired. Right. She was speaking to me like we were like in, in a long term trusting relationship and I cheated on her. I'm telling you the minute she gave her mom your phone number, I knew, (laughs) I knew in that part in the story, I said, no, it's too much. And the mom's thanking you for being her friend. 
it's no, too territorial. That is someone that's lost a lot of friends, and her mom is like, "Thank God, one right. of them stuck by her." Right. It's been three weeks. Holy but, shit! But you know what's so funny? When I was twenty eight, I had a conversation with my dad, and I said, "It's black or white. You're either an asshole, or you're not an asshole." And my dad was like, "No, Michelle." That's not how it works. He said, there's a lot of gray. I was like, I don't believe in gray. Like oh, you either, <laughs> either you're a shitty person or you're not a shitty person. Yeah. I know better now. Yeah. I mean, I'm, th- I'm going to be 38. I had that conversation with my dad when I was 20, about 27, 28 years old. And I'm thinking about, I'm like, man, I was set in my ways and I was stubborn and I thought I knew shit. You don't think about how long life is. Let me tell you something. If you're in your 20s. <laughs> the look that comes over Michelle's face. This is the same. This is the same. Th- this is the face that Michelle makes. It's a, oh, you're going to suffer face. You are. You're <laughs> suffering. You're truly suffering because you're fighting a fight that yeah. in, in 10 years you're going to be like, damn, I was looking crazy. I promise you in 10 years you will change your tune. You will change the way that you assess yourself and, and, and instruct and train other people. Hey. Hey, Margo. Are we licking the wall? What you doing? There's probably poison in that. Get the fuck over here. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I promise you, what you think you know, what you think is, and I don't care if you say, well, it's in a different time, it's 2019. It's not about, it's not about that. It's about the psychology and the breakdown of how we change mentally. Yes, the world affects that, but psychologically we always assume today i tell you today you're you are the oldest you've ever been today and tomorrow you will be the oldest you've ever been now you think about that the youngest you've ever been you'll ever be (laughs) and the youngest you've ever been Right. Yeah. You're the youngest you've ever this is, you're the youngest you've ever been in recognizing it anyway. Yeah. You're the youngest that you're ever going to be. Yeah. But you're also the oldest that, that you've, you've ever, ever been. been. Think about that. Enjoy that riddle, bitches. Okay? <laughs> Think about that because if we're talking about day to day and I'm saying 10 years. Think about how many days that 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 is. How many days of change and growth and understanding that you'll have and also still won't have? Oh, yeah. If, you th- if you're sitting there 22 years old and you think you know more than your mother and more than everyone around you, you just came into the fucking world and you're angry about things that everyone mm-hmm. has been dealing with for forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking and, take a breath. And I think a lot of times... With every generation, the youthful generation is, I'm mad. Hear me. This is insane. I can't believe this. I can't believe that you would do this. Why why haven't you apologized? I don't like the way you're apologizing. Why haven't you changed? Why haven't you said anything? Y'all, stop that now. You're going to burn yourselves out with outrage. Stop it now. Okay? The world is racist. Mm -hmm. The world is unforgiving. Mm-hmm. The world is misogynist. The world is sexist, dis- homophobic, homophobic ageist. They're all, all of the things, except that now people are fucked up. So businesses are fucked up because businesses are comprised of people. Exactly. So think about that right now so that you can let it all go. So you're not shocked and stunned 
when you don't get what you think that you should be getting because you are your own person. You can create for your own. That doesn't mean that you can't feel a kind of way. That's not what I'm saying. But respond. Don't react. Don't react because it's a losing battle. You just got here. The world has been here maneuvering in this way for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. And you think because you crying and whining about it being unfair and because it hurts your feelings. And I, I, I remove myself from people who hurt my feelings. That is what do they call those people. Snowflakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anybody could be a snowflake. I know everybody's talking about Republicans and white people being so. But oh, I let would, me let I would me tell say you. Republican men are the biggest. When snowflakes. I'm online, I'm like, oh, some of you young people look color snowflakes, too. No, I love a snowflake because they're all individual. <laughs> And they glisten in the Christmas morn. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is you're, you're, you're functioning off of this isn't fair. Mm-hmm. That's not the way to fight. Yeah. That's not the way to fight. You'll burn you, out of that real you, quick. You'll get really tired of that. And you're supposed to. I get it. You're supposed to. Mm-hmm. But I'm just telling you now that fight, the, 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 no movement happens with that fight. You want something different, you create it yourself. You create your own world. Do not expect people to come and show up for you just because you thought they were going to show up for you (laughs) or you expected that they were going to show up for you. Don't be surprised. Don't be shocked. Don't be shocked. Your shock leaves you in a place of um, victimize, victimizing yourself and only victimizing yourself. Because even though while you might be a victim, you don't want to live in the victimization of it. Mm -hmm. So create, find someone to this person. That's what's happening with your mother. You tell the truth. You give her respect. You tell her the truth. And you surround yourself now. You create another family, not excluding your own family, but you create a scenario for yourself, a world for yourself, where somebody just naturally gives you exactly Mm -hmm. what you need, exactly what you want without you ever having to. And the same thing with anything else, create your own. I remember when I started my theater company, there were not enough black people. There were not enough, there were not enough Latino people. There weren't enough people of color in these community theaters. So I started my own. Boom. You know what we started? A podcast called No Lies Detected. We did because we didn't, there was nobody out there doing what the fuck we doing right now. And we knew. And uh, before we go, we want to give a shout out to some of our monthly supporters. We have 49 of them right now, by the way. <sighs> Every I time you love, say 49, I'm, I want 100. I would love, yeah, I, oh, I would love to say 4,900. I would love an entire episode where I just have to read names. Well, you know what's so funny? I, I, I'm like, we get a lot of listeners. We do. Per episode, which is great. We do. And Imagine I think, of, and I just think, just think. If I y'all mean, gave a dollar. Right. Like that. We'd be paying rent. <laughs> both of us yeah. with money left over. Yeah. Of the amount of people that listen every day. That's what I'm saying. If you listen to us on your way to work or while you're alone in your basement crying, whatever scenario you want, give us a dollar. I'm not going to ask for anything. I'm just saying, I'm just. Oh, I wasn't asking. I, <laughs> I was just, telling you. I'm just letting you know the statistics of the breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> You, you just, oh, you just wanted to let them know the analytics. Yeah. You were like, I look, I see that we're getting 3,000 views on this episode, but I only see $40. <laughs> and so that, I just want to make sure I'm my only, math isn't yeah. faulty. Yeah. 
Does that eat, how does that sound to you? Does that sound normal? Okay, cool. That's how I'm doing. Well, it. That's I want to give a shout it. out to the BBs that are showing up. Uh, Daniel, Emily, Gloria, Adrian, Jacob, Winsome, Dylan, Emily, David, Dylan, Stephanie, Jessica, Brett, Cambry, Rebecca, Rhonda, Sabrina, Camilla, Dorada, Jessalyn, Andrea, Talicia, Jennifer, Ooh. Claire, Ooh. David, Helene, Troy, Ooh. Allison, Ooh. Kate, Tamara, Ooh. Tessa, Caitlin, Ooh. Tanya, Tyra, Bridget, Ooh. Aviva, Adriana, Ooh. Lisa, Ooh. Jessica, <laughs> Tal, Taylor, Megan, Dana, Dante, Sebastian, Kathleen, Larry, Nicole, and Kristen. Shout out to you. Wow. That was all my children to sleep. It hurt. It was, was I was impressive. stressed. I was stressed. I couldn't scroll enough. My eyes were hurting. I'm old. <laughs> uh, listen, if you want, again, you can send in your emails to nolizedetected at gmail.com. You can also send in voice notes directly on the app, Anchor. Um, I saw one pop up recently. Uh, you could also call us. The number is listed below. I'm Megan Tonjes. You can find me Megan Tonjes on most things. I am Michelle Moore. M-I-S-H-A-L-M-O-O-R-E. You know what I realized? M-I-S-H-A-L-M-O-O-R-E. Didn't I used to sing it like that to you? You can find me anywhere. Just type that name in and everything will pop up. We're the new Disney. Mickey Mouse Club. Okay. You're here. You're better. You're welcome. Have fun, bitch.